Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. There's an organization known as The Ark. It's a support group for Russians who are fleeing their country. And between the 24th of February, when the Russian invasion began, and today, hundreds of thousands of Russians have escaped the country because of their anti-war position, and they condemn the military aggression against Ukraine. They also don't see much of a future in the country under Putin. Now, the co-founder and the key funder of the ARC is Mikhail Khodorkovsky, also known as MBK. He was once Russia's richest man, was imprisoned by Putin, and remains one of Putin's most determined adversaries. Anastasia Burakova is the director of the ARC. She joins us from Georgia, the former Soviet Republic, which borders on Russia. Anastasia, thank you very much uh, for taking the time to join us. Uh, can you share with us, please, how the ARC came to be and, and how is Mr. Khodorkovsky uh, associated, engaged with, with the organization? Thank you for the invitation. Uh, the ARC project was launched right after the beginning of the war. I'm a lawyer and human rights defender, and many political activists and independent journalists have my telephone number. And when I received more than 100 questions and calls about relocation, I understood that uh, we need to help systematically. And I asked to my colleagues to help me with legal consultations. We created a special program, a bot for it. Uh, and the same, uh, at the same time, I asked anti-war committee launched by Mikhail Khodorkovsky and others to support the project, and we used their website. Committee members shared information about the project, and Mikhail Khodorkovsky gave funds to rent flats for co-living, uh, co-living flats flat for the first time. So uh, that's how the ARC project was launched. So hundreds of thousands of Russians have gone to the border and got out, gotten out of the country. We've seen the lineups on the border between Russia and Finland, the, the lineups of the border, I believe, between Russia and Kazakhstan, and the lineups of the border between Russia and Georgia. Hundreds of thousands of Russians have exited since the war began. Many of them, from what I understand, have very little in the way of a plan. They have no job, very little in the way of savings or security. Their bank cards are blocked. Finding an apartment outside of Russia is extremely difficult. And living day to day must be an extreme challenge. So why? And I gave my thoughts here, but you tell me yours. Why are so many Russian people willing to assume such a risk and uncertainty? So honestly, a lot of people face it with pressure because of their anti-war position immediately when the war began. So uh, I'm speaking not only about dissidents in usual meaning, but many ordinary people who were not involved in opposition organizations, political party structures, um, just, for example, signed anti-war petitions and lost their jobs, sent money for humanitarian aid for Ukrainian refugees, and uh, police came to their houses. So more than uh, 16,000 people were detained because of participation in peaceful demonstrations during the first week uh, after the beginning of the war. Uh, so they have a risk to go to prison under the new criminal articles connected with critic of Russian military forces. 
and uh, at the same time, many Russians don't want to be associated with Vladimir Putin's aggression against Ukraine. Uh, so issues that that, that they face uh, abroad uh, so are much less problematic compared with the war and suffering of Ukrainians. Yeah, we saw some stories the other day that uh, Russian soldiers had actually taken away children who were protesting with their parents against uh, the war, taking away children. When it comes to um, to people who are leaving, or let me ask you this, inside Russia, you said it's illegal to, to, uh, to challenge the war. What happens to journalists who openly are critical of Putin and the war? What happens to Russian journalists? Uh, so, as I told you before, uh, Russian parliament adopts new criminal articles against freedom of speech. And uh, you can go to prison, for example, for 10 years, just if, just if you call the war bar, bar, by its name. So, Russian officials uh, call it special military operation. Uh, more than 100 independent media were blocked after the beginning of the war, and uh, all opposition political movements were closed. So I can compare it with Hitler's censorship in 1933. Wow. So if you call it anything other, if I'm a journalist in Russia, and I were to report on this, and I were to call it anything other than the special military operation, I could be arrested and sent to prison for 10 years. Yeah. So it's, uh, there are two criminal articles about, um, so about critic uh, of Russian military forces. And uh, maximum punishment is uh, so 10 years in prison, just if you call the war by its name. How difficult is it now? Maybe not so difficult a few months ago. I don't know. I'll ask you. How difficult is it for Russians to leave the country today? Now, we've seen video and photographs of long lineups at land border crossings. I mentioned earlier uh, Finland, Kazakhstan, and uh, Georgia. How difficult is it for Russians to get out? Uh, after the mobilization was announced by Putin, so hundreds of thousands of Russians tried to leave the country. And I can say that it's the second huge wave of immigration after the war was started. Uh, sometimes people spend, for example, three, five days in the lines to cross the land border with Kazakhstan, Georgia, Mongolia, Finland. Prices for flights increase in 20 times. Sometimes, for example, usual price for flight to Yerevan, Armenia is uh, 200 US dollars. But if you want to buy the ticket now to close the date, it can be 4,000 uh, US dollars or more. And they don't have that money. I mean, uh, so most people in yeah, Russia don't yeah, have a sure. lot of money. Yeah, for sure. A lot of people can't buy, for example, tickets to flights. But... Yeah, you still there? Do we still have uh, Anastasia? Okay, so we had a bit of a, a disconnect there. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.